Yo, I'm building my own dream. All because y'all said I couldn't. Two for the team. We getting off of the block. I see an Eminem me. Tell him get off of my jock. I'm going blackout. I'm going blackout. I'm going blackout. Give me my ish. I'm back now. Two for the team. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. I'm Erin Knight, the president and co-founder of Build Your Own Dreams. What's up? I'm Brandon Boone, co-founder. Um, he's still in Austin, Texas. I think Erin says she's about to move here. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's been here. I don't, so, you know, I ain't been to Atlanta once, I don't think, this, this year. This year? Wow. And then last year was the opposite. Yeah, you were in Atlanta a lot. You'll be in Atlanta in two weeks. Yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah. Um, but today we got another special guest. We're gonna keep bringing um, creative entrepreneurs that's in our community that we rock with. And today we have D. Lauren Light. The y'all, D. Lauren Light. Hi, hi, hi. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So I guess tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah. Where you was born, what you do, all of that. My fun life stuff. story. <laughs> well, it all begins. <laughs> 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 So I'm from El Paso on the border. Um, I'm black skin and I grew hey. up on the border with my Hispanic side of the family um, from the desert. Yeah. And I was there for like 18 years, you know, born and raised. Dope. And then I left and I left the bubble that is El Paso <laughs> and came in like contact with the world. Really? I moved to San Antonio for undergrad. I was pre-med. Mm. Oh, yes, wow. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, girl, we about to get into it. <laughs> yeah, it was pre-med and I stayed pre-med. So I graduated with a degree in biology oh, and minors See, in chemistry smart, and math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like straight up nerd degree. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to go to medical school and I did. I got in. Um, I was in medical school for three wow. years. Yeah, I wanted to be a pediatric critical care doctor, so oh, like wow. ICU, yeah. But obviously, I'm not a doctor now. Right. <laughs> I <Look>. tell people <laughs> the doctor to DJ pipeline is wild, but yeah. Wild. Gee, so what? So I think that's important. That's why I really wanted to have you on. Of course, that we rock with you. We love what you're yeah. doing. But your journey is 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 a sight to see. It's beautiful because again, people don't. They think it's one lane to do it as a creative. Like, you got to do it this way. Or, yeah. But for you, you're a DJ, right? Yeah. How long you been DJing? I'd say a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. So, quick quick aside, because you're, it's not like, oh, you're a DJ. Like, what? this is my favorite DJ in Austin. <laughs> She's in my top five DJs that, like, that we ever, ever, ever have worked Yo, with. Like that's like, love. This isn't gas because she's here, y'all. Like, I, the first party she ever did for us was um this is uh was it summer never ends no no it was the the was the happy hour yeah oh happy I hour. love happy hour I love yeah, happy hour yeah, 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 so yeah. I love happy hour Brandon and Brandon knows I'm super particular about DJs I'm very very Always very nervous. very very particular <laughs> about <Hello>? DJs <laughs> because I feel like that's part of the experience design yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. you have to be intentional the music controls the tempo it controls how long people stay all these things so he's like. We already knew you because you was doing events with us here. Yeah. And Brandon was like, yeah, Lauren just started DJing. And I'm like, oh, word. He was like, yeah, I'm going to see. She, he was like, what you think about me asking her to do this happy hour? And I was like, have you seen her DJ yet? He was That's like, always That's a valid question. He was like, no, but. 
And I've met people Yo, that that's I love because I've met yeah. people that I really vibe with and still did not like yeah. them as a DJ. Yeah. And I knew I vibed with you. And this is what I told him. I was like, I don't want her to DJ terribly and it ruin our relationship because I don't want to not like her after this. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, nah. He was like, I think it should be cool. If it's terrible, we'll just throw on a playlist. But he was like, but I know she's gonna want to do us right. So I'm yeah, pretty. I'm betting. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. Lauren's not gonna do us dirty. Okay, so you get there and you start the first song you played i remember being like oh because you played like this deep cut Facts. that really got people lit and it was only a handful of us in there when you yeah, started yeah. and then it was like you just kept getting better and you were playing stuff that i know people don't listen to that i listen you know to what? yeah and i, I was like playing. yo like, what? What i think this? that's a loss i feel like a lot of djs now at least that i've been seeing lately it's like they don't play like I'm cool with the newest stuff. Like at least you don't gotta play stuff that people know. Yeah. But it's like at the same time you're supposed to break artists. Yeah. You're supposed to introduce people. To I was learning all sorts of music from you, and yeah. you were playing deep cuts. I knew, and you were playing hits. It was like you played one of the most incredible sets I've ever heard from a new DJ. It was it was the best I've Dang. ever heard from a new DJ. So that's why I put it in quotes. It's like it was in you before you started. DJing. I right. will say so, like yeah. I'm having a lot of fun, and it feels good like mm -hmm. i feel it feels authentic yes. and i think that's part of it yes right like i and i will say like going into it i knew from jump that i wanted to empower other people mm -hmm. that like i y'all see me like djing right but like prior to this i wrote out a whole business plan mm. for what i wanted this to look like wow so what is happening and like what is coming to fruition and i go back and look at this because i edit yeah. it i iterate it and it i'm doing I what it. i said i was gonna do and I one of the it. things was like one i wanted to empower women in particular so i yeah. play a lot of like women artists i wanted to empower emerging artists yeah. so i play a lot of local people's music like that's important to me um and yeah and i wanted to to kind of find my own niche. I didn't want to feel pressured to play top 40. Right, yes. right, right, right. Because I don't, I don't like vibe with, yeah. you know, like just on my day to day. And what I have found is that my best sets are when I'm having fun. Yes. Like when I'm playing what I like, right? And like the vibe, like people catch the vibe. So yeah, so thank yeah. you. So Lauren, how, you're doing it. Facts. <laughs> so pre-med, yeah. med school, full-time job yeah. to DJing. Like yeah. how, how, why, what inspired that move? Because you was making, you was making a man. You was living right. <laughs> like, and you especially just being a new DJ, it's not, I'm sure that's not the same nah, income man, wise. That, so that like that what DJ inspired, money be like real irregular. <laughs> what inspired this move? Okay, so I have to go back to the med school part because yeah. I feel like this is all kind of where it happened. So I was in there for three years and, and my whole identity was like wrapped up in becoming a doctor. You know, I come from a, single parent household the oldest of three and i wanted to change our circumstances so yeah. like my going to med school was like to save our family right so you have to take board exams obviously and i really struggled y'all mm. med school is freaking crazy i'm sure <laughs> i can't imagine Why, uh. they say it's like drinking water from a fire hydrant and it really does Jeez. feel like that i swear like the first week like I was like, we learned everything that I learned up to this point already. So, like, what is about to happen? Anyway, so you can take it three times. Mm. Took it twice. 
missed it by six points each time. Dang. And then the the deans called me in, and they're like, "Mm, we know you can take it a third time, but we don't think you're going to pass it. So they kicked my ass out. After three years. After three. You're almost done. I only had my electives left. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I didn't know they had that power to do that. They can just just keep you from going. It was really jacked up. Like, I still kind of (laughs) get a little heated about that because it was such a huge part of, you know, who I was and what I was trying to do. So I felt like I had let so many people down. Right. This was like my first understanding of like, was I actually doing this for self or Mm. for others? Right. Mm. I didn't realize that until I worked through it in therapy. But I felt the weight of just everything on me. Um, And so, yeah, when that happens, you know, you kind of have to reinvent yourself. Right. Because I was like, I don't even know who I am. So I moved to Austin. I had an aunt that was living here. And I was looking for a job. And I came across this school, a middle school. I had a friend that was working there. He's like, you should come check out my school. Um. And so, sure enough, fast forward, I become a teacher, right? So I teach for a couple of years. I taught oh. middle school. Kids are dope. Highly recommend. <laughs> um, I became an administrator, also in education, so assistant principal. Again, right? Just like right. doing yeah, a yeah, lot, yeah. doing the most. Mm-hmm. Being and the best at it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was an administrator through COVID, and that was so hard. I can't imagine that either. I was stretched so much, like personally, professionally, I was working so much. I I had to, I was not in a good place Mm. because I was still doing things for others. Yeah. I'm realizing, you know. So after COVID, you start to think about your time differently, your time, your energy. And I was like, I love kids i love doing this work the adults they are (laughs) (laughs) but i don't like how this feels Mm. like this doesn't feel good and i had already started to dabble a little bit with djing um stefan shout out to stefan was giving classes at cuatro gato and i went to a few um and yeah so i I, that's when i kind of started to dabble but i will say like I gave myself permission to do that, to mm. do something for self. Yeah. And when I did that, I mean, I don't think you can go back once you feel That's true. what that feels like. So I just decided, you know what? I'm making money. I'm like doing all these things, but like I'm not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just kind of decided I wanted to live more authentically. And, yeah. and what that looked like for me in the moment was DJing and right. like, kind of leaning into this creative space that I always had, but never really had time to like dedicate to it. Cause I was on this like nerdy ass track, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. can I curse on here? I'm yeah, sorry. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> See, Aaron, been, she been, you've been doing great lately. I have not been <laughs> cursing. <laughs> I've been doing really good. Brandy. Yo. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's important for a lot of people because, there's a lot of different types of creatives. Again, that's why I want to keep reiterating. But a lot of times we do get stuck doing things for other people, working jobs for other people. Yeah. Or, you know, you got to make money, got to pay your bills. But at the same time, a lot of people start to lose themselves. Um, so I think it's a, I think it's very important how, how you just, you made a decision to, I'm going to stop 
living for other people. It's like a daily thing. Yeah, it, it, it's a I'm continuous not journey. Hold you. Yeah. yeah, because my nature is to I I am an empowered right. Like I I want to be in service of other people. Like even when I'm DJing, like yes, I'm enjoying myself, but it's very much in service of right and. You know, as like a people pleaser and all of the things, it's like you have to be very careful to set those boundaries. Like my therapist has me reading a book on boundaries, and she's like, "Is it called boundaries?" It's called yes. boundaries. My you know therapist what? gave me the same book. <laughs> Look, I'm relating to all the Girl. things you're saying. Yes. Yo. She's yes. like, read chapter one, and it jacked me up. Yeah. Yes. Because you realize, I have the agency here. Yes. So like things aren't happening to me. I am allowing things to occur, right? I am creating these situations. So there's power in that. But yeah, I've had to be really intentional about tapping in with me to make sure that I'm still doing what is best for me. Right, right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Society yeah. make it seem like it's a bad thing, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how they keep us in that cycle. Facts. Um, I relate heavily to this because... Um, as you know, I've been going through a transition for almost exactly a year now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's almost September. So it's almost been a year of just being, I kept ending up in the same situations. It looked different every time, yep. but I was giving my power to other people and wondering why I kept being hurt or taken advantage of, or, you know, and literally something happened last night and, I was sitting on Brandon's couch like, I'm not losing it this time. Yeah. I I can't, I'm not losing it this time. I'm upset. This person did me wrong. I'm releasing that. I recognize that I have to own it now. I gave them too much power. Yeah. I said that I am more interested in caring for you than I am in caring for myself. And, that part. And therefore, when you care about you more than you care about me, I'm hurt. And it's like, I can't expect that. So I had to start loving and caring for myself better. So now when it happens, it's like, okay, that was part of the old Aaron, but I've been caring for myself so well that it didn't affect me as much as it used to just and derail me progress. completely. That's yeah. the growth. I tell people, like, I love plants and there are plants in here. It's dope. Um, but what I love about them is like, you see that there are both like healthy parts and damaged parts. Yeah. And, like, that's what healing I'm learning. Like, healing is so messy. Ugly. Because you're, like, both things, like, healed and unhealed, right? So it sometimes you make growth, and the two steps back, and the three steps, like, <laughs> right, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. It's just like a roller coaster. But what I have learned um, is that focusing on me, betting on me, mm -hmm. investing on me, mm -hmm. Like, all of that is where I need to focus my energy, right? And to your point, like, I cannot control what other people do, but I can control how I respond. Mm -hmm. I can control where my boundary is. I can control how, how I react, like, all of those things. So, yeah, I mean, it's tough, though. Very <laughs> spicy. Yeah, facts. <laughs> okay, so I think um, kind of in line with this same thought process, uh, why do you feel like it's important as you, for you as a woman to be in this position DJing? I think mm. I think that there are women who DJ and it's becoming a lot more um, prominent, but it's still a very, it's not regular, right? And as a woman, I'm 
keenly aware of that, which is why I'm so interested in you always, you know, doing our parties. Like you said, you're empowering women. But even like the safety, the type of music that you're playing, not to say that, like, I don't feel threatened if a DJ is necessarily playing vulgar or derogatory to women music because I get it's a party whatever but as my own like I'm not playing stuff that's yeah consistently tearing down women yeah and you. you are the type of DJ who's like yeah I can still like an artist but I don't have to play that song do you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like, I feel like for me on the consuming end, it's so important for me to see you and other women standing up and DJing. You know, like, we work with a DJ called uh, Sky Jetta. Yeah. I work with her a lot. And I'm such a fan of her, but that's because I'm I a feel fan of her, too. She don't know me, but I know her. <laughs> Jetta, y'all got to connect. Yeah. But, like, I feel seen when she DJs. And I feel like women DJ on a different wavelength because... We just operate from a different brain space. So for you, why do you feel like it's important for you to be like authentically you as a woman in the space and not just say, oh, I'm a DJ who happens to be a woman. You're like, no, 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 no. My femininity, all of me is showing up when I DJ. I think I again, like for me, it was very important when I started this to be authentic, which means like accepting all all parts of me. Um, and kind of like taking back that power because you're right. It's it's been interesting. I'm not gonna lie. No. <laughs> DJing in this space, yeah. you know, it's not always the most comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. One thing that I will tell you all that I have noticed that I was not prepared for is because I'm DJing, I'm stuck. Yeah. So anyone can come up to you. Can come up to me and try to engage. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's mad uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And usually it's just me, right? Like right, there right, are people right. around, but it, it can be kind of intense. And so I think it was important for me because I've just always been a person who wants to occupy spaces that I was told I couldn't occupy. Yeah, yeah. That's just me. I, I, I refuse to be put in a box. Mm-hmm. I love telling people my story because they're like, what the? Like, wait, what? Yeah. I have always resisted that and I think part of it is like my mixed identity you know like growing up in a homogenous place like the border is predominantly Hispanic it's challenging to figure out who you are and how you Mm -hmm. belong and so I just decided that I I don't And I'm cool with that. That's okay. Like that acceptance is I, so big. And so this has always been for me a journey of self mm-hmm. and me defining what that mm-hmm. looks like. So I feel like it's important because I have 100% control over everything about it. The brand, what I put out, my content, what I play, who I play with, where I play. Um, and it's important to me to really like make space. Mm. It's always been about making space so that other people can also come in and feel that, you know. That's good. Let me ask um, either one of y'all can answer because I know we we pivoting and going at that same lane where we focus on ourselves, right? We start our agency was heavily client focused. Mm-hmm. All our energy went to our clients, but now we focus on ourselves. But at the same time, we all about community. Right. So like, what's the line? between focusing on yourself but still being a part of the community, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I'm actually really glad that you brought this up because I think that there's so much value in community. Like, 
I think that people do not tap into it like they should. And so one thing that's important to me is like, yes, I am an individual and I want to create space for me, but I want to create space for me at the table where other people are sitting. Mm. Right. It's not just like I'm here over here by myself. Right, right, right. You know, like I want to be in a in a conversation with other people always because there again, there's so much value in collaborating. I love I was just playing with another DJ this last weekend and it's so dope because they just do things different. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You inevitably are learning, right? And so yeah, to your point, like I think it's important and it's one of my values listed on on that business plan is community, right? It's like I think it's important to collaborate because we also like amplify the impact. Yes. Right? I may have I have 1200 followers whatever right. you have 15,000 you have 30 you have 3 whatever like but when we come together that's amplified yeah and i have noticed the difference when i do mm-hmm. that when i collaborate and i work in community so i do think that it's important to have a balance i think tapping in with self to to be honest about when i can give right and when i'm in a season of i need to like retain because mm-hmm. i you know i do like to give out a lot of my energy um but yeah yeah i think it's important to just tap in with self to make sure you you're always finding right. that balance right that's dope yeah so yeah. oh what's you got a question you got? No. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next so Ooh. you've been DJing for a year and a half now um you're getting your groove you got mm-hmm. some residencies um, you got a lot of dope gigs, a lot of things you're doing. Let's shout that out, though. You're a you're year and a half it. in, yeah. and you already have residencies. Yeah. Not with an S. Like, you're you're <laughs> so consistently booked, we can't even book you for some of our events. I'm, I'm, I'm like... She really it, do be salty. I'm, I'm excited, and, like, every time he tells me, I get mad, but then I'm like, man, Laura's doing her thing. It's like, I'm yeah, so excited yeah. for you, but then I'm salty because I'm like, dang, I can't even get her for the party. <laughs> but it's like, I get it because, one... You're such a great DJ, but two, you're a great human. I I get why people want to book you. It's easy to want to be in the room with you because you care. Thank you. I received that. My therapist has been working on that. I received that. Oh, you're Um, great. Yeah. um, It's been really fun, like, you know, working with y'all. I love y'all. It's super great. Um, Yeah, I'm very blessed that I have been booked and busy um so what's next i would like to travel more yeah so i'm really wanting to keep austin like as a hub but i really really want to to travel um djing and i'm i'm wanting to use this as a platform for sure like i i my heart really is in like empowering other Mm. people and like building so i want to get to the place where i really can break a new artist oh wow like that that That's is dope. my goal you know where people are like paying attention to who i'm paying attention to yeah. because there are so many amazing people yes. that dope. never get to a certain point mm-hmm. because they just don't have somebody to open the mm-hmm. door yeah right and so I, w- I would really like to get to the space where 
I'm able to do that, where I have that kind of like impact. That's, That's dope. dope. But you also have, so you're doing some of that now, right? Because we have your radio show. Yeah. Um, your, yeah. your online digital magazine, yeah, you highlight artists. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. been really fun. Um, yeah. So in October, I'm working on trying to create like a showcase of all mm. of the women dope. that have been featured on the zine. Um, yeah. Because there are, you know, I, I won't give away who's going to be on, but I have it already scheduled through October. Nice. And, you know, we have some people in fashion, some music, um, comedians. So, yeah, I think it'd be a cool, like, all women, like, almost like a talent show. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of where my That's kind of fire, though. I don't <laughs> Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, yes. I was, <laughs> that's so funny because Listen. when she said it, I saw I, both my things. head went down and your head went up. And I was like, oh. I like the sound of that. <laughs> like, oh, that's because yeah. yeah. it brings so many different audiences. Let's I actually really it. love Let's that. Let's talk about that. that Sheesh. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we like to end the podcast now every time with a question. You as an entrepreneur have had to build your own dream. You've watched other people build and kind yeah. of taken things from them. What do you feel like is most important for you right now that you could share with somebody else, like the most important tool in your toolbox right now with building, within building your own dream? The most important tool. You know, I'm going to answer this two different ways. For sure. So I think that people do, don't always spend as much time on the administrative side of things. Yeah. And y'all, when I tell you, like for me, business, like I have contracts, I send people calendar invites, like I'm on my email, right? Like my, it's tight by design. So I think that is important. Like, don't ignore that stuff. I know it's annoying. I know it sucks. I know you don't want to do it, but it's so important for the other person too. like it establishes a great rapport. And then people are more likely to work with you. Um, But the other thing I'll say is like this journey, it's a journey like Mm -hmm. it's messy. So like be present because it can happen to you if you're not pausing to like be present and ride the waves because like there will always be wave right like there will always be a season when you're up and there will be a season when you're down that's okay like it's part of life yeah just ride it right when you're in a low just be like oh i know what this is it sucks yeah but i know i'm gonna have a come up at some point so let me just ride through this let me take what's productive and leave the rest Cause it it doesn't matter, just gets in the way. Yeah. Dang, that's good. That's really good. Jeez. So <laughs> where can people tap in with you? Where where they can find you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying all of that. So the best place to find like where I'm at is probably Instagram. So at the real Lauren Light. Um, all of my stuff has the same handle. So website therealaurenlight.com. Lots of information there. Um, but yeah, probably Instagram is probably the best. I'm working on my TikTok, y'all. So. And that's where they can book you on your website as yeah, well. Yeah, everything you can do through their um, website or Instagram. Yeah. We have listeners all over right. the U.S. and now all over the world. We've gotten Facts. some international Oh, listeners. y'all, so y'all want to play internationally too. Yeah, so if y'all are trying me. to book one of <laughs> yeah. the sickest DJs, no gas, Yo, book love. Lauren Light. She, she got you. She want to travel. She's going to really turn do. your party up. Let's yeah. turn up. So like, share, comment, tell a friend. This is the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Bye.